We're all passionate about something. As a photographer, our passion is to create. When we create something, there's a level of excitement and appreciation for our craft. Sometimes it's hard to find that creative passion because the truth is sometimes we just get bored. Let's explore a few options to keep us inspired and creating even when we just don't feel like it. Welcome to the Free Will Photos Podcast with Chris Scott, where I help new photographers overcome photography equipment, editing applications, and creative blocks so you can go further in your photography journey. Tune in every Monday and Friday for the most recent show. If you want to get in contact with me and ask a very specific question, send me an email at freewillphotos at gmail.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Today, we're going to be exploring a few things I recommend you try to stay inspired while creating. If you're a new photographer or if you've been snapping photos for years, creativity seems to always become this hindrance. I believe it's because by either being overwhelmed or just feeling like you've done it all. I want to speak to the new photographer for a few moments here, and then we'll talk to the more seasoned photographers. So as a new photographer, you may find yourself snapping images of everything as you learn how to use the camera and your imagination just runs wild. You see things so much more differently and you just love the thrill of making images. Then at some point you hear a photographer tell you, Your work looks like a series of snapshots and you have no direction or creativity. You know, and that just sucks, right? Hearing that, it it devastates you and it makes you think that you need to start doing what you see other professionals doing or at least getting good feedback from other photographers on the things that you're doing. If that's where you are today, I want to tell you, keep doing what you're doing Over time, you will develop a sense of what your photography style is and how you want to tell stories. Even professional photographers change their style in the middle of their careers because of many different things. They want to shoot something completely different, which means they have to change their style, or they just get tired of their style and they want to improve upon it or revamp it completely. And there's nothing wrong with that. Some guidelines I would offer to you, though. As you you know, you go on your journey making creative photos and things of that sort. Uh, and these are in no particular order. I do have them listed as one through five, but no particular order. First thing I would recommend is always push the boundaries of what is considered to be correct. Don't be afraid to go beyond what other people are saying is the appropriate thing to do. So if you want your photos to be extremely dark, Maybe that's just where you are creatively. And if you're making images and all you make is these series of dark images and they tell a story in a very compelling way, then there you go. That's your creative outlet. The inverse of that is these extremely bright high key. You know, obviously you don't want to burn the pixels too much if you're if you're printing. That's a whole nother conversation. Uh, But maybe you like really bright images and maybe you don't print, you know, maybe you're doing it just for a uh, online platform and you just want to share them online or electronically in some way. The second thing I would offer is find the beauty in the image you make and cut everything else out. Now, this is a little bit more along the lines of a uh, traditional approach to photography of what you leave out of the picture is just as important 
as what you put into the picture. And, you know, you have to think you're, you're creating this two-dimensional document or image, whatever you want to call it. People are not going to be able to see what was around you at the time unless you capture it in the image. But you also have to ask yourself the question while you're making the image, what is it about this particular scene that I want to share with people? You know, if you want to share the whole thing, then go panorama. If you only want to share a very small piece, then, you know, crop into the piece that you want to share uh, or whatever speaks to you the most. The, the best thing to do is to take it really, really big and then crop it in. This isn't going to, you know, sometimes part of learning how your creative style works comes down to the revision of your work when you're back in your studio or on your computer. And you may not always get the image you're looking for on your first shot. It's it's okay. Like, it's a throwaway, but you learn, all right, well, this didn't work for me this way. Let me try it another way. So number three that I have is analyze and recreate your own work. Don't get into the habit of creating something and then saying, oh, well, there that is. Uh, and I'm not saying you have to recreate your work every single time, but sometimes there's a, a value in creating something, taking a few weeks, coming back to it, and then trying to recreate that same thing or taking a few months, whatever it is. This is more along the lines of personal work. Uh, obviously, recreating client work is to speak to your consistency and your ability to provide your clients with what they're looking for if you're if you're doing that. Uh, but if you're a beginner, you may or may not have clients. So maybe you take a picture of a doorknob, right? I took a picture of a doorknob and I went back to that same doorknob a few weeks later and I said, you know what? I'm going to recreate the doorknob image, but this time I'm going to underexpose it. And it turned into this really dark, shadowy sphere with a really bright specular highlight uh, because at the time the door or the sun was shining through the window a little bit differently on that door. And so I captured a completely different version of my doorknob image. Number four, photograph one subject every day and change it on a weekly basis. So... I, this goes back to my doorknob uh, photography, right? And there's nothing essentially very uh, interesting about a doorknob, right? We walk by them, we touch them, we open them up, and you know we use it every day. But there's nothing inherently interesting about a doorknob. I took a picture of my doorknob every day for a week, and I got vastly different images. And that was all because they were taken at different times of the day. But I also used a flash and I used long exposure. I tried different angles at that doorknob. Every day I was thinking, how can I see this doorknob in a new light? And that changed the way that I seen the doorknob as a whole. I looked at it from above. I looked at it from straight on. I looked at it from, the, from below, left, the right. Uh, really, really close, and then a little further back. 
how did I want to fill the, how did I choose to fill the frame, things of that sort. But the other thing, the natural light shots, the sun would be shining differently every time that I took the photo. So that helped me with my creativity. So my suggestion here is photo, find one subject, a very simple subject. You don't need to find anything complicated because what you're learning is how light interacts with the subject. And what I found was when the sun was on, on the image that I described earlier with the specular highlight in the top right-hand side of the image and this really interesting silhouette of a doorknob uh, going to the bottom left of the image and I filled the frame with the doorknob, I think many people were able to tell, hey, this is a doorknob. But they also realize that this is a very interesting look of a doorknob. And, you know, again, nothing special, just the way I decided to view the doorknob that day and how I wanted to expose for the light that was hitting it. That's it. And then you go on and another week you photograph something else. This is not something that you have to do every single week. This is what you do when you're like, okay, I want to create something, but I have absolutely no idea what I want to create. That's what you do with this. You say, okay, I'm going to go and create something, and then you create it. Number five, change how the light hits your subject or just change your angle to the subject. Now, I won't go into extreme detail on this because I think it's self-explanatory, right? Uh, you modify the light because that's what photography is all about, is controlling the light as it hits your subject. Either you get an umbrella or you get some sort of uh, flagging material, a black card, or you get a bounce card, um, you get a diffuser, whatever. You're, you're changing the way that the light is hitting the subject. Uh, some people even use things like a gobo, which stands for go-between. And what you do with the go-between is you just put it between your subject and your light source, and you move it around to see these interesting shapes of light appear on your uh, subject because it's casting shadows. Now, the angle of your subject, you can either change the angle of, of your subject, but like for me, the doorknob, uh, I could have opened the door and you know cracked it a little bit, and that's a, another way of looking at the doorknob. Uh, but what I decided to do was leave the doorknob where it was and change my position. I think what you learn from changing your position is that you don't have to stay in the exact same place when you're photographing anything. You can always move around. In most cases, you know, if you're if you're photographing uh, something where there isn't an angle on the left or the right, and all you can do is take a front-on photo, then absolutely, then that's all you can do. But when you explore your ability to move around the subject. I think you learn so much more about creativity. So there you have it. Now, there's a lot more tips that I can offer, but I think these five things, if you're starting out in photography, they're truly going to help you and, you know, help you stay creative. And that's what 
we're really trying to grow here at Free Will Photos is creative photographers, enthusiasts, uh, photographers that are looking to create something and just get out there and continue using their cameras and learning every single button on that thing and the lens that they have. For the more experienced photographer that feels like you've done it all and you're just frustrated with your current style or you just feel blah about creating. Here's a different set. Now, if you're a beginner photographer, don't tune out on this because you may find yourself needing to use some of these techniques as well and, and vice versa. If you are an experienced photographer, you can use those old, the previous techniques that I was uh, mentioning and should help you a little bit with your creativity. So the first one I have for you is I want you to select your least favorite lens or the one that you never seem to get good images with and attach that to your camera for 30 days. Uh, for many of us, if you've purchased different lens over the years, uh, I would probably say my least favorite lens is my kit lens. And it's not that the kit lens is terrible. It's that the kit lens doesn't allow me to open up my aperture and I can't do a lot of my low light photography and, you know, I can't get the, the depth of field that I want to get. However, when you put the kit lens on and that's the only lens you have, then you start focusing more about creating images with composition. You start looking at color tones. You start looking at... Uh, juxtaposition like you play with other things and it's so so much more uh freeing to create with this limitation when you limit yourself to one lens that's all you get so you know that that's not going to change it is a constant there's no variable to that however you start looking at what you can change. And when you start looking at photography at what can I change to make the image the way that I want it to be, then that's when you truly start to create something impressive. Okay, so the challenge there is grab your least favorite lens, whatever it may be. For many of us, I think it'll be the kit lens. And you just use that for 30 days and you focus on your composition. You focus on your lighting. You focus on your angle. Uh, I would even go one step further and I challenge you to use only one focal length on that kit lens uh, and you can mess around with it and say, okay, today I'm only going to use it at 18 millimeters if you have an 18 millimeter kit lens or I'm only going to use it at 55 millimeters and then you just leave it zoomed in or zoomed out and you make your images based off of what you got there. All right, so the second thing that I want you to do is choose one subject and photograph it in a new scene every single day. Now, the goal here is to make images that you are going to throw away. The good news about this, though, is when you make these new scenes, you're learning complementary objects, supporting roles to the hero, and... Eventually, you're going to pick up on this is actually a good scene. Don't overthink it, okay? If it's two things that go together, a knife and a stick, all right, well, how am I going to take a picture of a knife with a stick? 
oh, I get it. I'll I'll go ahead and uh, chip away some of the pieces, um, a knife and some and and some chicken, you know, or meat or a vegetable. I'll chop the vegetable. Like the knife is the constant subject. The scene is going to change uh, when you figure out how you want that object to interact. Uh, now this works great for being in home and at the time of the recording. Uh, you know, the global pandemic's going on. So this is a perfect opportunity for you to continue creating using things that you can find in your house. Okay. Now, you're going to make a lot of images and you're not going to like them, but that's okay. The goal here is really to get your mind in the habit of connecting new things everything with an old thing, right? So, and it's also taking you a little bit of time to think through this. Uh, what you'll notice, the five uh, tips that I'm giving to the more seasoned photographers are things that slow you down, right? When when you're a new photographer, you're excited. You just want to snap the shutter button and be like, ooh, ah, look at that picture. And as you get a little bit further, you're like, all right, I've already taken all the pictures. I want to be able to push my creativity the goal here is to slow you down because our creativity is hopefully not limited to our skills with the camera. It's really limited to how we see the subject that we're photographing. So number two is all about paying attention to your subject in different environments. And that's why you want to change the scene every day. And this works well with tabletop photography or whatever, macro photography, however you want to look at it. Uh, number three, if you can, go on a photo walk around your house, backyard, neighborhood, uh, but limit yourself to just 10 photos during that walk. Now, this is great for people who are active and you just want to get up and get out anyway. Uh, take your camera with you. And this works really well when you put the first suggestion of using your least favorite lens and you only get 10 photos, right? Because you're not as excited to take photos with this lens, but when you use the photo walk with a limited number of photos with your least favorite lens, you're going to find a different composition and maybe even find a newfound uh, appreciation for this lens that you just did not like. All right. So you go on a photo walk and you just make and you limit yourself to making 10 photos. This is going to slow you down tremendously. The less photos you create, you're spending more time observing what it is you are about to take a photo of. The next thing that I have for you is again, slowing you down, sit in one place. I put 30 minutes on here, but if you can only stay for 10 minutes, five minutes, whatever, you know, this is more of an attention span thing. The longer you can stay in one place and photograph and, and take a new angle of something, the more disciplined you'll have in your ability to create. It's important that we learn how to slow ourselves down. And this is a perfect exercise to do that. So you sit down for 30 minutes and you take pictures 
And you just observe what is around you. And it's like, oh, look at that. There's a little uh, tree house or a little birdhouse. Oh, look at that. That looks like a weird looking shape inside of the tree. Oh, those clouds are right over this tree. And look at how the light is coming through the clouds. And then I want to capture what the light is hitting. There's so many ways that you can stay in one place and you get 360 degrees of being able to move around or, or turning and you can take pictures high, low, above you, around you. And this, again, works great with that one lens. The last thing that I have for the seasoned photographer or more experienced photographer is to sketch out your scene on, I use my iPad Pro, but you can use a piece of paper. Uh, and what you want to do is say, okay, I know I'm going to take a picture. What do I want the picture to look like? And this isn't like some special Picasso painting that is just amazing. Uh, it's a sketch to give you a reference so you know what you're going for in state. A lot of times we see what we want to capture in our minds, but we don't necessarily pay attention to the composition of what we want to capture. So we get frustrated when we're trying to make that image and we can't. So if you're into portrait photography and you want to take pictures of the model or the subject in front of this beautiful flower bed, because that's just going to give you a great background, then use stick figures. It's okay. Use a stick figure uh, and note which direction you want the light to come from. Uh, I would shade in on the face where you want the shadows to fit and where you want the highlights to be. Uh, and, you know, you can make little arrows and, and notes like, OK, I need to put a reflector here. And then if you're using artificial light, how many of those are you going to use? How far away is the model going to stand from the background? The more you think about these things. Uh, when you're just trying to be creative and you you want to make a, a an impactful shot, you just think it through a little bit more before you go and act. And the outcome is just fantastic. So those are the 10 suggestions there. For many of the experienced photographers, we've already learned how to use the camera. So now it's all about learning how to manipulate the light to best represent the subject. Unlike my suggestion for the new photographer, you're looking to create less work when you're not feeling as creative. You'll find by creating just a few images per day or week, uh, it'll tell you more about your work and your creative voice, especially if you're still trying to figure out your creative voice. I want you to keep in mind creativity is different for everyone, but hopefully these tips will help you get out of the rut and get back to creating. I'd like to leave you with one parting thought. Please don't feel like you have to share every image you create. In the digital world, it is easy to get an image across the world in seconds, and sometimes uh, we over-ask for feedback on our work. We're looking for that instant glorification. You put it on Instagram and you get all those double taps and hearts and you're like, oh, this is great. The suggestions that I'm giving you are really just for your eyes only and maybe a select few of the people that 
you know that will give you some honest feedback. Uh, now, if you make something that you are just super proud of, then by all means, go ahead, share that because other people are probably going to enjoy it as well. But a majority of what you're going to be doing out of the suggestions that I made, uh, they're not going to turn out very well. And that's okay. The intention is to work the exercise, not create these beautiful, outstanding, amazing photos. That's going to come naturally as you work through your creative process. And then you learn how to uh, take full control over your creative vision. Everyone has a subjective standard to what a great photo looks like. Some people are going to stay strictly engaged with the composition and color theory rules, while others will be more open to a new approach that breaks all of the rules that the art schools teach and things of that sort. I haven't, I didn't personally go to art school, so uh, I probably break a lot of these rules, and I'm okay with that. If you're hearing me say this right now and you're like uncomfortable, you're like, ah, you are wanting to break the rules. Um, well, you're, you're one of two people, right? You really, really love the rules and you think no one should ever break the rules. And that's just how you, you operate. And that's your creative process. And, and that's fine if that's how you want to do it. Or you're one of the people that have been crippled by the rules for your entire journey and you want to break free but you're just a little afraid because it's scary out there and you want to fit in. This is the reason why you're doing the work right now to be more creative so you can start to develop a work that people will appreciate. Art is extremely subjective. Photographers are artists. I don't care what anyone says. Photographers are artists. We create something that didn't exist in the beginning we are manipulating the light. We are, in some cases, photoshopping things in to create an image. We are artists. And the way that you choose to tell a story in your two-dimensional image is so subjective. So here's the last thing that I'll say on this. Everyone thinks the person who comes up with something new is crazy until it works. And everything is impossible until it's made. So you be creative and you make the impossible happen. Bring it to reality. Use your passion, use your knowledge to develop something that is so powerful and so amazing that other people feel the same thing that you felt as you were making that image. Thank you all for listening. And until next time, I want you guys to stay inspired and keep creating. Thank you for listening to today's episode. As mentioned at the top of the show, if you would like to ask a very specific question, send an email to freewillphotos at gmail.com or you can leave a message on the freewillphotos anchor.fm page. Both links are listed in the show notes. I'm always looking for guests to be part of the show. So if you would like to join me in discussing any topic related to photography, send me an email. As always, I want you to stay inspired and keep creating.